0: Log Talk Radio.
1: In the name of Amen, the supreme, the all-powerful, one and only true lord, and Ahmed, I mean, we trust, as the Republic Republican like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Ahmed race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual new menkaris This is Mental Act Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing black masculinity, so-called black masculinity, which, of course, I'm starting to see there is none. Is black masculinity the little that's left? Is it for sale? Is it for sale to the highest bidder? Answer, yeah, obviously. For a lot of these entertainers, yeah. A lot of these entertainers have now, um, how you say they have now, because obviously their music is not selling. Ain't that many roles out there. So they decided to supplement their income with the selling of their masculinity because masculinity or the selling of masculinity from the so-called black man is in high demand, as you can see. The selling of the so-called black man's masculinity is in high demand. And who's doing the buying? The so-called white man, of course. Of course, the so-called white man, he buying, especially your Zionists. They buying your manhood. That's why you could see. This guy, Kid Cudi, you know, this so-called rapper, you can see him wearing a dress for no apparent reason other than to embarrass him, and other than to make a public statement about how unmanly these niggas really are, that you would humiliate yourself like that for any amount of money, for any amount of money. You know, niggas will always say, oh, you know, I got that bag. I got the bag. You know what I'm saying? You could say, oh, but I got the bag. You see, I got that money. You see, that's why I did it, for the money. Did you really? Was it really for the money? And if you were able to humiliate and do that for money, what else would you do for money? What else would you do for money? Because when it comes to masculinity and money, if you are a true man, your masculinity is supposed to be off the table. It's never supposed to be a deal when it comes to your masculinity, when it comes to you being a man, a heterosexual man, a straight man, because there's no way you can tell me even if you never slept with another man that you are a man after you did something like that. That's the equivalent to to people, some guys in prison making you wear punk panties and wash their underwear. Niggas making you wear punk panties, making you a prison, a prison, a prison homosexual, or what they call a prag, a prison fag. That's basically it, and you know, you don't really get nothing for that except to, you know to keep living and not getting your face slashed or beat up. But that's pretty much what the so-called white man has made you, black males out here who do this shit, who do this sick shit, raw and uncut. He's made you planetary homosexuals. He's going to make you. He's out to make you so-called black males who selling your masculinity to planetary uh, homosexuals. He out to make you the prags of the planet. You know, the PRAG is short for prison fag. You see, they out here to make you the PRAGs of the planet. You see, you so-called black males. And they're obviously doing that. And, but you got to ask yourself, again. Then there's this other guy, the guy, the guy that played on, because um, he got a bunch of these guys who just randomly coming out, showing up in dresses and dressing in drag, wearing makeup and lipstick and all this other stuff. Like I said, you got to ask yourself, what is this for? No one sees this as a CON conspiracy to emasculate black men to, you know, you're seeing people like Lil Nas X, Young Thug, this clown Kid Cuddy. and the rest, of these, the rest of these clowns out here who got these dresses on. You see I got a picture of Flip Wilson in the news feed and the uh, feed uh, Martin Lawrence I to put Eddie Murphy up. There are all these guys that put these dresses on, all these guys that put these dresses on. They're they 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 telling you it's a role that they playing and whatnot. Oh, it's just a role, ain't nothing. So they they hear they, they 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 don't get it because all they understand is they need money. They don't get it, so you know, manhood is you know it's subjective to them, meaning that you know anybody can be a man. Nobody can define what manhood is. Uh, yeah, we can. Yes, we can. We know what men are, real men are, and we know what males are. See, males can be compromised all the time. Males can be compromised for a bag, you see. Males can be compromised at any time for a bag, and I said this before. I said the white man could show up, a group of Caucasians could show up in any hood around America, and they can come with a big enough bag and have have, uh, casting calls. Talking about they gonna make a, a video with niggas with pink booty shorts on, and they want the hardcore thugs in the video, and they paying them a million, a, 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 they paying them a million, a, a, um, or less, not even a million. They don't even give you niggas no million dollars. Five hundred thousand, they give you five hundred thousand cash to put some pink booty shorts on and twerk in front of the damn projects. You niggas gonna do it? You gangbangers, you thugs, you niggas are going to do it. You're going to put them pink booty shorts on, and you're going to twerk in front of your hood, in front of your projects, or in front of the set. Hell, the set, you niggas will be fighting to get to the set to um, twerk your ass. Yo, I'm 500 Gs. Word. Y'all going to do it. You will do it. You know why? You know why y'all don't have no problem compromising your manhood, and you thinking that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, you're not gay, you're not sleeping with other men. But see, masculinity is more than just sleeping with women. Masculinity is about more than just sleeping with women. It's about how you carry yourself, how you show yourself to be respected as a man. People like Kid Cuddy and them, they don't get no respect. People like Mom, you, you niggas might respect them because they got a little bit of money. But people like that, once they do stuff like that, they're supposed to be outlawed. I don't want to see nothing they do. Hell, I don't. I, I couldn't. I, I didn't want to see nothing from Paul Mooney. Once I found out what he, did, how he get down, even though I knew it, I don't want to see not Richard Pryor, none of them people no more, man. I don't want to see no buck broken males. I don't want to see no guys. You can't come out. I don't want to see your stand up. If you came out here and you wearing a pink suit or a pink shirt or whatever the hell you wearing, man. I don't want to see none of your movies. I don't want to see none of your satire. I don't want to see none of your production because I already know that you've been compromised, and I know you're going to p- deliver a message that's compromised. See, the message of the day is to bu- break black males, to make them emasculate, to make them effeminate. And again, you don't have to bend over and grab your ankles. You can just put on a dress like Kid Cudi. Big nigga that, from, Chicago, from that show, the Atlanta, the guy who played the rapper, the big, dark skin nigga, who came out there and humiliated himself. So he humiliated himself. The big dogs and they, and they love them big and dark. The bigger the blacker, the bigger the dark, I should say. They love him. The guy that played in that show, um, Atlanta, the rapper. You see, and he, and you don't get no more, uh, you don't get no more masculine looking than that. You see, they want the most masculine looking black male because that's a prize, the so-called white man to buck break them. It's a, it's a, it's a prize to them to emasculate them, and you know what? You know why you guys don't mind doing that? You know why you don't mind um, putting on dresses or, and, and you niggas will put on poom poom shorts or whatever they tell you to put on—the most effeminate stuff—because you have no real conscience as men. There's no real male. There's no real uh, masculine energy or consciousness to you. Because again, you can't make real men do stuff like that. I don't care how much money it is. You can't make real men go to mansion parties and bend over and drop the, and grab their ankles. You can't make real men uh, sit up here and cry rape when some other man walk up and grab your dick, Terry Crews. You see, you can't make real men do that. You can't make real men scream and cry rape like females. See, y'all not real men. I don't care how much you could fight. I don't care how many women you are screwed and all that. When it comes down to standing up as men, When it comes down to that, that's when you show where your true masculinity is, what you stand for. That's what makes you a man, not how many niggas you could beat up, how many women you could screw. That don't mean a goddamn thing if you got a damn dress on or some poom-poom shorts you ready to put on or you ready to get strange for some change up at the mansion parties in Hollywood. That don't mean a damn thing. You a prostitute. You a whore. This thing I saw. This this um, fight that just took place. Cause I don't even follow boxing no more because I already know what boxing is about now. You know it, that's really the, again on all, all on all platforms they emasculating you, so called black men. On all platforms in the music they emasculating you, and sports they emasculating you. What, they got this guy? Uh, what's the uh, Cam Newton? This nigga wearing women's clothes. You don't see this is this this is bigger than just a, a bag. You don't see it's just bigger than a it's bigger than a bag. I guess you so-called black males don't see. It. All you care about is the bag. How much money I'm gonna get from this? You don't see it's bigger than the bag. You don't see the message that you're leaving uh, leaving behind for the young generation. How you making yourselves look for money? You don't care about that. Of course you don't, because you're not real men. You see, you can't emasculate people who are guys who are not real men you can't emasculate males you see they already emasculated they got the spirit of females on them they got the spirit of, of females on them because a female are do anything for money a female are do anything for money and that's the same spirit these males got on them today because i told you nine times out of ten a lot of these black males who are doing this they was raised by beta males or a bunch of uh, uh, liberated black females And they got the spirit of liberated black female, you know, the liberated black female. I'm about my money. I'm going to get my money. I'm about my money. I'm going to do what I got to do to get my money. I get that. I got to get that bag. I got to get the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's fine. And that's fine. We need to draw a line in the sand between who the men are and who the males are. I told you that before you need this, this line need to be drawn in the sand immediately. I'm actually glad this is happening. It's funny. It sounds funny, but I'm glad this shit is happening. I'm glad that these so-called celebrities showing you who and what they really are and what they will do for money, how they will compromise themselves, compromise their manhood, which they obviously don't have. Because, again, you can't you can't really compromise nothing you don't have. So at this point, these niggas are nothing but damn mannequins. They're nothing but stick figures for the so-called white men to go out here and basically influence other black males to follow that emasculated image and also to put out there in the minds of young black females coming up, young black women coming up, oh, you know, black men, they gay. Black men are gay, so I'm going to go and get with a white man. This fight that just took place with this guy uh, – uh what's this guy's name? The two the um what, what's these two clowns back 'cause I again I don't even watch boxing. But I just happened to see this on Tariq Nasheed show. And you had these guys, um, Jay Paul and what what's the other guy? And Tyrone Tyrone Woodley. Jay Paul and Tyrone Woodley. He's just. He, he... <laughs> These white boys, they've been showing you these these images of white boys knocking out black males, knocking out these black dudes and whatnot. They've been showing you these white boys knocking out black dudes, right? And these are nothing but fixed fights. These are nothing but staged fights. Tyson Fury, the guy, this, 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 uh, 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 this, this J. Paul guy, whatever he is, Tyrone Woodley, they're paying them to take dives just so that white males look more masculine. That's really what that's about. You see, the image of the white male is on its way out. The image of the so-called white man is weakening more and more. His image is gone. His numbers are gone. His image is on on the way out, so he has to revive his image. And you know how they revive the image by tearing down the so-called black man? That's how they revive their masculinity. You see, that's how they're going to attempt to revive their dying masculinity, even though they never had no masculinity either. But they have to act as though they do. These are the ones who got to hide behind weapons. They got, to, they got to ambush you with a bunch of them together. They cowards. So in order for them to continue their bloodline forward, in order for them to continue their seed forward, you know, women are only going to be attracted to men who carry a masculine vibration, masculine energy. So they have to show the white man as being a warrior being dominant, beating up, beating up the ultimate warrior, which is really just the so-called black man. Because even as you so-called black males have basically sold your masculinity, even as you're selling your masculinity, even when you down now, even during slavery, don't, no matter what we done been through as so-called black men in society, we still are the epitome of masculinity. I don't give a damn what nobody say. The so-called black man. Even I don't care who hates it. The white man, the Asian man, the East Indian man, the so-called black man is still the epitome of masculinity. Even when you look at him, still the epitome of masculinity. And all the women in all the nations want to get with the so-called black man, whether they want to admit it or not. You know, and the white man know that. White, the white, you know, that big black, you know what, big black hog and you know, all that big black penis and all they always talk about. They, they, they more, they, they infatuated with the black man, man's uh, um, member, his organ, his penis. And so are you white males. So are you white males. You infatuated by the black man's penis, too. Because y'all, a lot of y'all are beta males. A lot of you guys are homosexuals by nature. That's why you, inf- you infatuated by the black man penis, and you even take his woman because – and I said this before. I said the only reason why the white man wants the black woman is because he wants to live vicariously as a so-called black man. He wants to feel what the black man is feeling when he lay with the black woman. He want to be inside the black woman like a black man. So if you want to take on the image of another man and you're not, you not securing your own energy, you're not a real man either. That's not masculine, to want to be another man, to want to copy another man. That's not masculine. That's effeminate. You trying to be like another man. You don't see yourself as a man. I got on you rappers about that, you niggas who sit up here and want to be Italian. You want to be John Gotti and and Gambino and all that. You You niggas are males, man. You emasculated. No man wants to be like another man. You see, males want to be like men. You see? Men want to be who they are. Males want to be like men. And see, this is why you guys go out here and you sell your masculinity what little you have left. You see, what little you appear that you you act like you got, you sell it because, again, you think by getting that bag, women going to look at you different. Men going to look at you different. Money going to buy you out of your condition that you in. You know, that condition where you really don't see yourself as men. You really don't take yourself seriously because no one who takes themselves seriously would even do something like that. Again, there's not enough money in the world for you to emasculate yourself. And like I told you before, I, I, I truly acknowledge that the white man could pull up in front of any hood with some with some video cameras and everything else and a big production, and he pass out the poom-poom shorts and writing niggas out checks for 500000 They putting them poom-poom shorts on and they twerking in front of the projects. Just like that. Just like that. Tell me I'm wrong. And the sad thing is I want to be wrong. I would like to be wrong. But I know I'm not. I know I'm not. You know how I know I'm not? Because you niggas will do anything for money. You'll kill each other for money. You'll sell drugs in your own neighborhood to your own people, destroy the neighborhood for money. You'll kill each other over money. You'll sell. You'll, you'll set up insurance scams and take out insurance on, people, on your family members' lives and kill your goddamn family members for some money. So if you niggas will do that for money, why won't you bend your ass over for money? Why won't you put on a pair of pink poom poom shorts? Why wouldn't you? Of course you would. Of course you would because you ain't got no real honor as men. Being a real man is about being honorable. Being a real man is about being honorable. Real men don't compromise their masculinity. Real men never – you ain't got enough money. You ain't got enough money. They don't print enough money for you to do that. You see, they don't print enough money for you to do that. They should never be able to print enough money for you to compromise your masculinity. You see? But you niggas will do that. Hell, you do it for less than $500,000. You niggas will do it for 10 Gs. They get a pack of you little dusty niggas. You'll do it for 10 Gs. You'll put them boom, boom, pink poom-poom shorts on. You see? They'll save the, the other money for last, for you to go to the mansion party. You niggas will be dancing on tables for white men. You'll do that for white boys. You'll dance on tables and, 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 and bars for white boys. If you're willing to humiliate yourself in front of the camera and put on a goddamn dress, think about what these niggas will do behind the camera. Think about what they'll do at them parties when they called up, when it's big money there, that big Caucasian money. You see, think about what they'll do. What do you think they'll do for that money? Them niggas will bust it open. They'll bust it open like holes on the point, like hookers on the point. Them niggas will be ready to bust it open. Because like they say, everybody got their price, right? Everybody got their price. Everybody will do something for something, right? Wrong. Wrong. Dead wrong. Not me. Not me. Not my people. Not the people that's walking with me. And if I got anybody around me who's like that, you're going to get the fuck away from me. I don't want people like that around me. And You know what? I feel that kind of energy that come off you niggas. You swag a lot, niggas. You want to swag. You swagger, niggas. I remember I told you this story years ago about how a lot of these young guys back in the 80s, I found a lot of young guys in my age range. They were getting nice sneakers and clothes and stuff like that. And this was before drugs. People started selling drugs before 80, 45. Young guys was going out here, and they was getting nice sneakers and stuff like that. And I ended up finding out that a lot of these dudes, a lot of these young dudes, would go to Washington square park or a lot of new old homosexuals and the old homosexuals would pay them for them to, you know, get them oral sex. In other words, they was paying the young boys to give them for, so they could get head from, from the, um, in other words, they wanted to suck on the young boys. You know, they wanted to suck off the young guys and pay these young guys for oral sex. You had these old white men, these middle-aged white males, black ones, Latino ones going all to Washington Square Park, and they would link up in them bathrooms over there, and they would have these young guys from the hood come up there, and they'd go in there and leave their damn baby carriages outside, and they'd be in there sucking these young boys off, and they'd give them $100, $200, $150, stuff like that. They was doing that. I found that that's how they got their they new Pumas, knew new Adidas suits and stuff like that. Them niggas got sugar daddies. Yeah. 'Cause a lot of you niggas say, Oh, if somebody do that to you, they suck on you, you ain't gay, it's the guy that's gay that's doing it. No, y'all both gay. Y'all both homos. Y'all both homosex childs. But just say it like that. Okay? See y'all need to tell yourself that because I'm pretty sure a lot of you niggas don't went to them them Hollywood parties and you had them the uh, the white boys doing that to y'all. You know, or y'all was doing it to them, hell. Who knows? enough ecstasy, uh, uh, enough coke, enough ecstasy, enough heroin, or whatever the fuck you niggas is on, raw and uncut. Whatever you niggas is on, you, you, y'all, y'all, and, and all the liquor in the world, and then you know after that the bag, the bag is secure. After y'all done got strange in there for the night, ain't nobody going to talk about it. what stays in the mansion, what goes on in the mansion, stay in the mansion, right, in Hollywood, right, wherever the fuck y'all niggas is at with these freaks, selling yourselves. You're no different, just like this guy, uh, the guy Tyrone Woodley, the guy who was fighting this guy, Jay Paul. This guy set up here and threw that fight fighting that white boy. He threw that fight. That's how hard the white man willing to go. He's willing to go. He's willing to cheat, to lie. See, that just shows you how desperate they are to portray this so-called image of masculinity, that shows you how desperate they are. You see, they need their guns, they need their whole cliques of, of military and stuff like that to try and maintain, because again, you take away the white man's guns and his weapons, you take away his weapons, you take away his guns, you see, and there's man to man in the pack of them, 'Cause you know they gotta come in a wild pack, it's one on one, no guns, no weapon, and they the same size, they they can't stand up against no so called black men. They can't. They know they can't. That's why they love their guns so much. That's why they love their guns so much. And they have to constantly push that image of masculinity. They have to push it. You see, they have to push that image of masculinity. Oh, if they do beat up on a black man, nine times out of ten be a black man that's littler than them or short, uh, smaller than them, somebody who they know they can dominate. But if they see a so-called black man with some size on him, some girth on him and whatnot, and it was about their business, they ain't going to give him that problem. Because the only reason, even in slavery, even in slavery, the white men stuck together. white males stuck together. You see, they did everything collectively. they had weapons. They had weapons and they had the numbers. That's how they were able to maintain slavery. If they didn't have the if they didn't have them weapons, if, they didn't have, if the black men was armed, that's why they was always afraid of you so-called black men getting armed and getting together, even to this day. They know you'll wipe them off the map. But, see, you would have to be righteous men, men of law and order, men of righteousness to do that. You see, they keep winning because, again, you so-called black men got a whole mentality. You got a whole mentality because you produce niggas like Kid Cudi. You produce niggas like Spike Lee. You see this image of Spike Lee? He got a damn pink jacket on and some pink glass looking like a whole clown, a whole buck-broken clown, all that shit. Because, that again, when you see these black males with let that pink shit on, they submit it, man. They have submitted. They have submitted to the LGBT order. They submit it. They have submitted they have submitted themselves. They have they have said, you know, I'm I'm buck broken. I'm with the program. I'm you know, you wanna emasculate us, you got a bag for us, you can emasculate us. All these new rappers you see out here, all these new rappers, right, that you see out here. These uh uh uh, uh these uh, uh uh ASAP niggas, you see, these niggas always wearing dresses, man. But they do it for the bag. They'll tell you, oh, you know, it's the bag, you secure the bag. These niggas are wearing dresses, man. They wearing dresses. This is the shit they on. They 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 they, they these, these they not men. These are males that the beast is putting in front of you. These are males they putting in front of you. These are not men. These are males. These are guys who are anatomically correct, but their masculine energy is bent. It's twisted. These niggas are twisted. You see, this is who they want your sons to be. They want your sons to be like this. Because, again, the white man wants your black woman. He wants your black daughters. He wants your black women. They want your black black daughters because they want to mix their seed with your daughters. And plus, they want to stop you so-called black men from procreating with your woman. They want to stop you from spreading your seed. That's why they're doing this. That's why they want to paint the image of emasculated black gay males. You see, you don't see no white boys going around here wearing no dresses. You don't see that. That B E T awards, that last B E T awards that came on, that was a goddamn travesty. That was a goddamn travesty. You had these niggas walking around looking like some damn uh uh, uh some damn LGBT uh, uh clown show and then some white man came in there, some white boy, some white boy came in there, some Um, Rapper with a black song He he dressed like a man at the damn BET Awards I forget what his name is Some white boy Who they want to make the face of masculinity and hip hop now And he comes to the BET Awards Dressed like a man You niggas look like a bunch of damn LGBT circus clowns That's what y'all look like A bunch of LGBT circus clowns Pink this and pink that Putting you niggas in pink This nigga Steve Harvey had on a whole Three piece pink suit with pink shoes to match. You see, they letting you know they they with the program, man. They letting you know. Or well, when you see these niggas in pink, they letting you know they with the program. You see, hell, even your boy Umar Johnson had on pink. He was he was pinked out. Your boy Umar Johnson. See, when you see these niggas, they letting you know they with the program. They with the emasculation. They with it. You see, don't look to these niggas to be the the image of masculinity. And a lot of you so-called black males, you ain't speaking up about this. But you know what? That's okay. You see, that's okay. They with it. They all with it. See, they not all. See, y'all, what you don't understand is this is not something that's just random. This is all planned. This is a plan. This is a bag they got for these niggas, man. The whole thing is to convert the black man into an emasculated, broken, effeminized, Former version of himself because Like Tariq Nasheed said and I agree With Tariq Nasheed that they can break the so-called Black man they can break anybody But see they ain't out to break anybody they just really Just want to break the black man the so-called black Man they just want to break him They want him bent over As you guys, I you guys said the so-called black man he Is the ultimate epitome of masculinity This is what the white man has always hated about the Black man he has always Hated that the so-called black man Is pure masculine energy They've always hated that. They've always hated the so-called black man being pure masculine energy. This is why when the Ku Klux Klan would with the black men, what would they do? They'd lynch you and they'd cut your penis off, castrate you, cut your penis off. And then then these sick bastards have your damn penis in a damn pickle jar. You preserve it. A lot of these white women was doing this too. They, they, they have a damn picture of black men's penises and whatnot and had a penis in a pickle jar. They, that's how sick and degenerate they are. He's the same sick degenerates that's cutting you niggas a check to emasculate yourself. The same sick ass degenerates. Oh, don't forget your boy Nick Cannon. Don't forget he definitely pinked out. He definitely pinked out. Kirk Franklin, yeah, him too. Yeah, him too. Mister, Mister God, God and Jesus man. Mister God and Jesus man. You think this is not no damn? This is not no damn a uh, uh, fashion statement they making. Please don't think it's some fashion statement. It is not no fashion statement. they going along with the program. they going along with the program. Who's making pink men's clothes? Who's making pink men's clothes? Where can you go and buy pink? Who's making this popular? Who the hell is making pink suits and pink hoodies and shit? This is being designed for these type of niggas. This is being designed for them. This is designed for you so-called black men. And I'm starting to see in, these, in the hood a lot of you niggas with pink on, man. Y'all, we start, I'm starting to see a lot of you niggas with pink. Obviously, y'all getting influenced Or skinny jeans. You see? I'm starting to see that a lot. Could this be the new thugs? Can this be the new homo thugs? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They're showing you what you thug that the white man could turn you thugs into with just a little bit of money and a little bit of finesse. You, too, can turn a big, angry black nigger into a little soft pink soldier. You, too, can turn a black panther into a pink panther. See, just a little bit of money, a fistful of dollars, and a whole lot of low self-esteem. That's what that could get you. That's what that could get you. A fistful of dollars and a, low, a lot of low self-esteem is what this could get you. You see, that just go to show you, you see, that just go to show you what this is, what's taking place right in front of you. See, this is why it's important that real men stand up in this day and time. Real men stand away from this nonsense, you see. Real men stand up in this day and time. And like I said, the line is being drawn in the sand of who the real men are, man. The the line is being drawn in the sand, man. That, that that's really all this represents. This guy Tyrone Woodley, the boxer who threw that goddamn fight. Because trust me, all them fights are stage. That Tyrone Woodley fight, that Tyson Fury fight with that other guy, all these are stage fights, man. These are all stage fights. They'll pay the so-called black men to take a dive just to make white boys look like they super masculine now, like they they epitome of math They I just knocked the nigga out. That's why they, that, that, those movies, those Rocky movies were so were so uh, um, popular back in the 70s and the 80s, those Rocky movies, Sylvester Stallone, because they loved them. white boys loved to see on film and they mind a white man knocking out a nigga because that's the ultimate to them, beating up a nigga, not having to do it with a gang of white boys like they usually have to do when they come with the police and everything else. They got to be a gang of them. They got to be holding you while one puts you in a chokehold like cowards that they are. You see, this is what they got to do. This is what they got to do. And a lot of you niggas, are, you 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 don't mind uh, placating to their fantasy. You don't mind letting them live out their snuff fantasy, snuffing out your manhood. You don't mind that. That's why, like I said, y'all, there's no words for you niggas, man. There's no words for you. You're not men. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all that money, but you ain't gonna do nothing. Cause like I said, a hole with money will soon be parted from their money. If you was willing to hold yourself out to get that bag, then guess what? Guess what? You gonna be hold out. That when that money comes, that money gonna get hold out. You gonna you know? Cause like I said, a trick and a, and a, and a hole, like I said, they go hand in hand like hand and gloves. You'll sit up here and you'll trick that money off on some females, on some clothes, on some stupid shit, right? You'll trick that money off. You'll trick that money off, no problem. You'll throw it all away for nothing because everything you do is in vain. It's for nothing. You don't have, again, the the so-called masculine level in these so-called black males is very low. This guy, like I said, you look at that fight. You look at that fight with that guy um, Jay Paul and this kid Tyrone Woodley with that fake-ass punch that supposedly knocked this nigga out who's a UFC, who was one of them UFC mixed martial art fighters who done took all kinds of blows to the head and kicks and then got knocked down. This white boy throws some sucker-ass punch and this nigga fall on the ground. And look how he falls on the ground. He falls on the ground face down, ass up in the air. That's no Nobody falls down like that. Nobody falls down with their face down they ass in the air, and no, no place – and I've never seen that in boxing, especially not for some weak-ass punch for some white boy who got a glove on. That was a fixed fight. They paid this nigga to take a dive just so the white man could look – so the image of white males could look like, look like the new face of masculinity. That's what these niggas are selling out. You selling out your own masculinity to put other men in your damn place. That's what you niggas are doing, and you don't mind because, like I said, y'all not real men. You have no pride. You have no nothing with you, man. You couldn't get a white boy to do that. You can get white boys to do that. You can get Asian males to do that. You niggas will do that. See, because they want masculinity so bad, they the very last thing they trying to do is sell out any little bit of masculinity they got or what they trying to have. So they trying to buy up your masculinity because that's really what they are doing. They buying your masculinity. When they getting you to put on dresses in Hollywood, when they getting you to wear pink in Hollywood, when they getting you to wear dresses and do all kind of weird shit, all kind of weird, uh, effeminate, uh, uh, borderline, if, all the way, all the homosexual type of stuff, they already own you, man. They bought you. You sold your soul to the devil. You sold the essence of who you are because what the, the, your soul... Your soul, if you are a man, your soul, a big part of what your soul is supposed to be is supposed to be masculine energy as a man. A man's soul is supposed to be the foundation. The foundation of a man's soul is masculine energy. The foundation of a man's soul is masculine energy. So if I can get you to sell your soul, I've virtually got you to sell your masculinity to me because, again, people never look at it and see it that way. A huge, the 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 foundation of a man's soul is his masculinity. See, without that, you just a spirit. Without that, you just a spirit. And you know what spirits do? Sp- sp- spirits are free. Spirits. Just, they don't have no boundaries Spirits just go wherever they want to go Do whatever they want to do Spirits don't have no boundaries Spirits don't have no law Spirit go one way, go the next way Spirit with a man one day Spirit with a woman one day Spirit with a little boy one day Spirit with an animal one day A spirit will do anything, sexually anything And that's what you niggas have become You have become nothing but free spirits you sold your soul you sold your masculinity to the beast That's what that means That's what that means You've sold your soul to the beast. you sold yourself. And you ain't getting that back. You ain't getting it back. Pictures ain't going away because see, after the so-called white man done with you niggas, after he done with you making fools out of yourself, standing around rapping with a dress on because... Nigga, Kid Cudi, what, nigga, do you really think that somebody's going to really take you seriously and buy your records after that? The white men don't care if nobody buy any of those records. they just using the music as a way to showcase you, niggas, as being a bunch of fruitcakes. That's all they doing. They don't care about that music. That's just a way to showcase you. They can give you a million dollars to go up there and make an ass out of yourself. They don't mean nothing to them. You ain't going to do nothing but give it back to them anyway. They already know that. So they got y'all there's a bunch of rotate, uh, in, in whole rotation. They got you niggas in whole rotation because they know you niggas gonna blow through that money. You niggas gonna blow through the bag. You know, you gonna blow through the bag and you niggas gonna be back on the track again. Asking when you can put the next dress on because you niggas will tell yourself, oh, I ain't doing this no more. I got my money. That's it. You niggas will be back. They know you'll be back. They know you niggas gonna blow through the bag. You gonna get a few, you gonna get a couple of luxury cars. You gonna, you gonna buy maybe some kind of mansion. You gonna trick it off on some hoes. And you niggas gonna be right back. Broke. On your ass. They showed this guy. Um, they had Evander Holyfield. Uh, took a dive for Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is the, um. Mitt Romney is the, um, he's a senator or something. He's from, uh, he's a uh, Mormon from Utah, Mitt Romney. They had Mitt Romney boxing with, uh, um, boxing with damn uh, uh, Evander Holyfield. And this white boy tapped him upside his head, barely hit him. This nigga gonna fall on the ground like Mitt Romney knocked him out. I'm like, you niggas are, you niggas are that's really, that's you really compromising your manhood. That's you compromising your manhood. You see, And Kevin Hart all you guys, look man, all that, all that's all you guys, you are nothing. you are, you're in the movies to compromise yourself. You niggas are not actors or entertainers or nothing because nothing you do is very entertaining at all. Nothing y'all y'all borderline. You niggas are borderline uh, uh, talented, if that's what you want to call it. Now see the white man, he wants representatives. He wants models. He wants he wants stick figures people who he could showcase and put on display. You see, put on display. Look look here. Like you go in the damn museum, and you see, here goes the, here, he got he you niggas on display. Because I noticed whenever he, he, he likes to have you niggas go to those shows, like the, like the, in New York City, the Met or, you know, the Metropolitan Museum. And that's where they have a lot of those, um, they have a lot of those photo shoots. The white man want plenty of pictures and plenty of video footage of you niggas in dresses. 'cause if he gonna, if he gonna put that three million dollars in your pocket, that four million dollars, or whatever that bag is, he wants plenty of pictures, you gotta make sure you wear the, the, that that special dress, that design. You gotta do all of that. You gotta do all that.
0: You see?
1: You gotta do all that. You gotta do all that and then something. You see, you gotta play yourself. You gotta degrade yourself. And like I said, you males you male got no problem doing that. And like I said, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing because now you get to see who's who. You get to see who the real men are. Like I said, you niggas, you thugs in the hood, you niggas are already persona non-grave, man. You guys already persona non-grave. You guys, like I said, you guys will put on the pink poom poom shorts and all that stuff. You niggas will do that. You niggas will do that. You gangbanger niggas, you'll do that too. You will do it. You will submit. That's what you are, you see, because like I said, you proved it anytime you see how y'all would do each other for money, how you'll kill and harm each other for money, how you'll hurt each other's family. You got no real energy, no real masculine energy, no real honor as men. You have no honor as men. You'll do anything for money, anything, to anybody, for a bag why you have no problem accepting this, because a hoe is just a hoe, no matter what arena they're in, whether you're standing on the corner selling your ass, whether you're standing in Hollywood selling your ass, whether you're standing in the basketball court selling your ass, whether you're standing up in the recording booth spitting that bullshit lyrics to sell your ass and pushing this nonsense, a hoe is a hoe. No matter where you go, if you're willing to degrade and sell yourself for anything, ain't enough money. But the sad thing is, for a lot of you so-called black people, there's always a price. There's always a price that you're willing to take. You see. And again, y'all don't have no problem with it because, like I said, y'all move off y'all move off of a spiritual vibration. See, when you a spiritual vibe, when you move off spiritual energy, you'll do anything for money. When you move off of spiritual energy, you'll do anything for money. You see, but when you got a real living soul, a real soul, a real uh, projection, an impression is made in you that of a real man. You ever heard that term term being used, the soul of a man, the soul of a man? You see, the soul of a man, that's real. When you got that impression as a real man, you're not going to do things like this. And hell, people ain't even going to approach you with no shit like that. They know who they can approach and who they can't approach. They know. They know who they can approach and who they can't approach. You see, they already know what it is. Dave Chappelle told you, Dope he sold out. He might not have been dope, but he sold out too. You see, they're going to break you in some way, shape, or form when you deal with these people because y'all really want to be broken. You want to, a lot of you guys, you just really want an excuse to do it. You know, you really want an excuse to do what you had in your heart to do, as that guy say, in your heart. And when I say in your heart, in your spirit, I mean to say in your spirit. You really just, you're you just using the money as an excuse to do what you've been wanting to do, you see, which is to show the world that you don't care. You'll do whatever. you not no real men. And you'll do whatever it takes. That that's the that's really the statement you guys try to make. That's really behind you guys doing what you do. You see. That's what that's about. And you want the world to know. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. he's laying on his stomach again in this boxing match between this guy uh this guy tyrone woodley and this guy jay whatever his name is i don't know some white boy again that just go to show you they find these obscure white boys out of nowhere and they all of a sudden they box is like the guy tyson fury come on man That's just a made-up goddamn name. They acting like this is a real person. There's some white boys, they get out straight out of the central cast and they can halfway through the box a little bit, and they put them up against black males and they beat the black males' asses. And, again, that represents the so-called black man's masculinity being knocked out and the white man taking him down and things like that. This guy, Tyrone Woodley, what's this guy's name again? The guy he was fighting, Jay, what's his name again? I forget his name. Jay what? Jay what? What's his name? What's this clown's name again? Jay something. You know. Jay, whatever his name is. But anyway, this clown, Jay, yeah, Jake Paul. Yeah, Jake Paul, thank you. Jake Paul. What a real, they tried, they tried to give him one of them rugged white man names. Again, these guys, you know, this guy was a Disney Channel star, Jake Paul. They tried to give him one of them rugged white manly white man names. Because, again, I told you, there's numbers of Caucasian males are slipping in this society. So the only way to reinvigorate their numbers, dust their masculinity, and make them look more like, you know, prospects for breeding, you got to, again, show your masculinity. Now, like I said, the so-called black man, you know, they're trying to make sure he loses that masculine, that grip on masculine energy. That's why they got to make up these false fights and, and make up these, these made-up fights with black men getting fake knocked out by white boys. And the nigga, he, lay, he laying on his stomach with his ass tooted up in the air. And on his back of his shorts, they got dude wipes. Dude wipes are some wipes they got for men to wipe their ass and wipe between their well, legs like a female. This 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 was that's what they got him on his on his stomach advertising dude wipes with his ass in the air. You see this this what look at look at his shorts he got on his ass nobody falls down like that that's how you know it was staged and it was meant to make it look like the white boy dominated him like he prison raped him or something like that made it look like the white boy dominated and raped him and he laying on his back after he got raped and look how he got his, his feet pointed outward who lays down like that with his feet pointed outward. That's some kind of sign or symbol, you see? Look at look at, look at what he got on. Look at what he's wearing. This is how you know it's all contrived. This is all made up, you see? Tyson and Fury, and he knocked out that dude. And then the the Klitsch goes to get a Vladimir Klitsch. All these white boys, man. You saying? All these white boys. Like I said, everybody knows. Like I said, If the black man really want a bag and he want to come in there and box and go hard, He, he ain't nobody beating a black man. Nobody's beating him. Now you know you know what they really need. Now don't get don't be surprised if you see this. They need Mike Tyson to get his ass whooped. They need a white man to whoop Mike Tyson ass. Well, if, they ha- if that happened, they got gold right there. They, that, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna drag Mike Tyson. That's why they probably got him boxing again. You know they had him doing a few bo- boxing bouts with um well uh he fought he fought uh um what's the guy's name uh um what's the guy's name. The Rockhead nigga. Who, the, the boxer he fought. What's that Rockhead nigga name, When he fought? They brought these two old niggas out of retirement. What's the guy's name he fought? I forget what it is. It'll come back to me. But they brought these niggas out of retirement to fight. But you know, I'm starting to see. I'm, I'm thinking, if, I, if it's what I'm thinking, I think they, they, they really want to conquer the last vestige of masculine energy. Roy Jones Jr. Thank you. Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, they brought him out. But, Notice why would they got why would they have Mike Tyson boxing again? You already know what's gonna happen, right? They're gonna get one of these white boys that's gonna whip Mike Tyson ass. he' gonna probably get Mike Tyson to take a dive because Mike Tyson still is the is still a premier, you know, monster killer when it comes to that boxing ring. So they gotta take that out. They gotta take that out. Mike Tyson, he on the team. I ain't, I don't know if I have seen him in any pink yet, but he on the team. And they probably going. They gonna get some white boy to knock him out. Get him to throw a fight. You see, that's probably coming soon. Because ain't nobody really watching boxing no more. Ain't nobody watching that shit. Nobody watching boxing no more. And then it, it, it's only exciting when you see black men fight. So-called black men fighting. That's when because you see the skill and things. White boys ain't got no skill. They don't got no skill like that. You might find a few that could throw some hands here and there, like I said. But like I said, on 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 the on the whole. If you see these white males coming up, and now all of a sudden uh, uh, you seeing them being boxing champions, it's only because they don't want niggas in the sport now. They want the white man to have his day in the sun. They want him to be because they ain't had no real white champions since the '40s and the '30s and when when they really wasn't letting black men like that box getting in because they when they got Jack Johnson when they start when he started competing they got him he started knocking out all these white boys and then Joe Lewis and Muhammad Ali and they had these flood of heavyweight champions and whatnot, they weren't trying to – the white man couldn't take that, man, because I told you. They considered, you know, being able to fight and defend yourself is considered to be masculine, and it is masculine. To be able to fight and defend yourself, protect yourself, and be able to kick some ass, that is masculine energy. That's the masculine energy there. And, you know, pound for pound, the white man can't hang with the black man, the so-called black man. He can't. And so they equate that with masculinity. Well, I, I can't beat him. I must not be as manly as him. I need, I need guns. I need a bunch of guns. I need a bunch of other white males to help me beat that nigga. You see, that's what they. That's what they. And they even said this to show you how deep it is. Um, Larry Holmes, when he was fighting, <laughs> those of you remember Larry Holmes back in the '80s, he fought Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes was a champ too. Larry Holmes said when he was fighting the white boy um, Jerry Cooney when he was fighting that white boy my mother and father told me they went to go see that back in the eighties. Uh, uh, you should have seen all them white men there, the white boys there. They 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 really wanted Jerry Cooney to whip the black man ass. I tell you, they really are hung up on fighting and racial dominance and things like that. You know, it ain't it ain't it's not enough that they took everything from the so-called black man, took his country, took everything, took our country from us and everything else, took our, through our people in slavery, they got to keep whooping your ass because I told you these people have a hate for you. These people have a hate for you. The so-called white man, the Asian man, the East Indian man, they have a hate for you. You see, there's this terminology they use when, uh, to, to describe so-called black people. They call it Monday. You ever heard this old joke, because Tariq Nasheed told this, he said, is it, well, they refer to black people as Monday, the day in the week, like as in the day of the week, Monday, because they said, why do you refer to black, to black people as Monday? Because everybody hate Mondays. You see, that's another way to say everybody hate black people. And when they say everybody hate black people, unfortunately, even black people hate black people. But the whole point of that is especially these so called white men, the Asians and everybody, they hate you because of what you stand for. The thing that you're supposed to stand for, which is pure masculine energy. Pure, raw and uncut masculine energy. And again, like I said, people say, Well, why 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 does a black man got put in slavery if he had so much masculine energy? You can blame your you can blame your black woman for that. You could blame a lot of your so called black women and no no disrespect. But let's just be for real. A lot of that uh the white man he used in a in a um in a way to buck break the so called black man he used the black woman he used sex he used her to be spy for him, and a lot of these white males they was ganged up together they was ganged up clicked up they had all the guns and the weapons and whatnot. you black men had no guns. You didn't, y'all you wasn't together. Y'all be on plantations or whatnot, and they could all rush you at any time. But like I said, you've seen when that turn has happened and things like that, when the uprisings happen, you see seen these white males were scared. They shit in their pants, you see. But then when you got your black female who ain't lied them who wasn't down, they had decided to be bed winches for the white man. they the ones that's selling you out. they the ones that are going to tell on you if you plan the revo- a, revo- a rebellion. This is what you got to deal with. This is what you got to deal with. You see, they make sure they turn your woman against you. But anyway, uh, um, on the story, the boxing, again, They the so-called white man loved the boxing. He sees that if a man is able to stand toe-to-toe with another man and beat another man, that's, that's a, f- a form of strong masculinity. And like I said, toe-to-toe. So-called black man, same age, same same size, the white man, same boxing skill, you know, toe to toe, nine time, ten times, damn near out of ten, the black man gonna whoop his ass. The so-called black man gonna beat the brakes off the white boy. He gonna beat the brakes off the white boy, and you know it. And that go for the so-called black female too. She get in white with a white girl, Asian. She gonna beat the brakes off of them. You already know it. See, and that again. They don't want that being seen. When that fight happened in the '80s, I think it was '80, '88, '87. One of them. When that fight happened with um, Larry Holmes and Jerry Cooney, Jerry Cooney, the white boy, the Irish white boy, uh, he—they was looking for him to be the great white hype. Hell, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan was the president at that time, so that's when that fight happened. They said Ronald Reagan had a phone put in Jerry Cooney's, uh, Jerry, Jerry Cooney, and Jerry Cooney's, and um, his dressing room. Because they was expecting him to win the fight. So when he if he if, if they when 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 he was expected to knock out Larry Holmes, knock the nigga out, they you know, um Ronald Reagan was gonna call and congratulate and all that. See, I show you how deep they into it. Then when he didn't get it, when he got his ass whooped, you know, he never got that call. And of course, you know, they they, they, they hopes and dreams were dashed. When Jerry Cooney got knocked the fuck out. You see. So now, like I said, they never forget things like that. That's why they came and they created stuff. They, they, they knew they couldn't dominate boxing when you had people like Mike Tyson and, and Evander Holyfield and them. Because Evander Holyfield, like I said, a lot of these niggas lose their money. They start going broke. They need a bag or whatever. And they start, and the white men know these niggas are eventually going to get broke because they're doing all this spending. They got all these women. They're doing all this shit. So they know these niggas going to eventually have to go broke. And so what they do is, Look, you want to get your money back, you want to get another shot at the title, we'll promise you all this. All you got to do is take a dive. All you got to do is make this ain't shit white boy who 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 ain't got no hands come in here and look like he booked your black ass. You see? And they they simple-minded. They ain't thinking about, you know, oh, I'm being emasculated here. Oh, this is not going to look good as uh, uh, other so-called black men. They ain't thinking about that. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about the bag because that's what males do. Males thinking about the bag. You see, that's what they do. They thinking about the bag. They don't care about the impact it have on the masculinity of other so-called black men. They don't care about that. Man, they don't care about that shit. It's just a fight, man. I need me such money. That's all they care about. You see? And it's sad. Same thing when you so-called black males put on dresses in Hollywood. When you put on that dress, When you put on that makeup, you put on that lipstick, you do all the shit you do, all the degenerate shit you do for a bag, for some money. They don't think to themselves, man, I'm really playing myself, man. I'm really dishonoring myself as a man. They don't think like that. Man, shit, I'm going to get that bag. I'll get over that shit. I'll get over that. I need that bag. Nigga, you never get over it. People will never get over it. Because, again, you showed who you really are. You showed who you really are, what you are. You've been exposed. So it don't matter if you get the bag. The bag going to come and be gone. Because we know with niggas, y'all run through money like damn, like toilet paper. You see, you pretty much wipe your ass with it. You don't do nothing with it real. You, or you want more money just to exist another day to buy some more bullshit jewelry, some and trick off on some more, some, some thoughts and whores of the other races, mixed race thoughts and whores or whatever you niggas chasing, or trannies or whatever you niggas tra- chasing, or, or, or the next Bentley. That's what you do it for. That's what you do it for. You prostitutes, man. You niggas, are prost- you niggas are nothing but, high- your are nothing but high-paid uh, call boys. Y'all niggas are call boys. You know how you got a call, girl? You niggas are call boys. See, when a white man needs somebody to uh, embarrass themselves, emasculate themselves, dishonor themselves as men-, men, they call you guys. They call you guys because what they get out of that is priceless. The money don't matter to them. They'll give you $3 million, $5 million, $10 million, $20 million. To make a fool out of your damn self, to emasculate yourself, because that's priceless to them. That's video, that's mo- that's TV, all this stuff. You see, that's everything. They'll get you to make a fool out of yourself, going to a damn opening of an art gallery like this clown kid Cuddy and you got a fucking dress on, and you on the hands of a white man. He got he holding your hand like you like you a bitch, Rowan and uncut. You see, you'll do that because you're, you're not really men. You were raised by a lot. See, you know when people when guys do stuff like that, when they raised by effeminate energy. Like I said, even you guys that got males who, who are your fathers, because, again, you ain't going to produce no real man like that. Ain't no real man. If you come out of the seat of a real man, you ain't doing that. If you come out of the seat of a real man, not no male, not no beta male, not no Eve-seated beta male. But a true man, a man, a, a man, in, a real man, you ain't doing that sucker shit. We we ain't doing sucker shit like that. We ain't doing weirdo, you know, LGBT, X, y, Z, X, L-O-M, lomapzyx whatever. We ain't doing that. We, it, it, we'll get money another way, man. We'll get money another way because that all money ain't good money, man. All money ain't good money. And, and you know, to, to the soul of a real man, he can't live with that. The, the soul of a real man can't live with that humiliation. You see, when you a real man, you can't, you can't, you can't live with that humiliation. See, but when you are not a man, you can do shit like that. It don't matter, man. Whatever, man. I'm getting that bag. Whatever, nigga. I'm gonna be the nigga in that Bentley. I'm gonna be the nigga in that. I'm gonna be the nigga in that Jaguar. I'm gonna be the nigga in that. Yo, go ahead. Get in that. Be the nigga in that car. Be the nigga in that car. Be the nigga at the party. Be the nigga flossing, throwing jewelry and everything else. You keep being that nigga. You know, be the, be the biggest nigga you can be because you're going to need it when you had it. See, because there's judgment. There is judgment when you behave like that. When you sell your soul like that, there is pure judgment for that. You see, you're not supposed to ever, ever compromise yourself as a man. Never. There's judgment for that. We'll talk about that when we come back. Mike Tyson's next. You know, somebody pointed out something good to me, you know, big you know. And in the city of Philadelphia, they have a statue to a fictitious character called Rocky Balboa. This is a character that was created in the mind of Sylvester Stallone, who was a damn racist, you know what I'm saying, open racist, you see. And he knew that by creating that character of Rocky Balboa from the whole premise of Rocky Balboa fighting and getting and beating a nigger, you know, beating up a so-called black man, that was gold to them. Anything where you going you gonna get white males going to the movies, um, to, to the movies to go see a black man getting his ass beat by a white man, because most of these white males are scared of black men. If they ain't got no guns on them or ain't a bunch of them, they nine nah, times out of ten they scared. They don't want no. They don't want that. And what you're gonna end up what's gonna end up happening is unfortunately, some of these white boys, they're going to start trying you black men. A lot of these white boys are going to start trying because of shit like this. Because these Tyrone Woodley fake fights, they're going to start getting some heart in their chest. They're going to start trying to buck up. Watch. You're going to start to see a lot of the physical altercation with these white boys. They're going to think they got hands. They're going to get the shit beat out of them. Because they, they really believe this Tyrone Woodley fight is real. And it's Jake Paul. Jake Paul. They really think they Jake Paul. You see, they get the Jake Paul beat out of them, then they get the shit beat out of them. They gonna go back into reality. You see, they a lot of them going, lie them going to start getting beside themselves because they're already talking shit already about the white boy beating up the see. Cause, you know, you you know a lot of people think they oh getting, they ain't on that racial thing, but, but trust me, to have a white man beat a black man that's gold to them, man, that's gold. You see, any time you got a statue in Philadelphia of a fake white uh fake fictitious character they got the statue of rocky balboa in philadelphia but they don't got a real statue of uh, a joe frazier who was born there and was the real champion they don't got no statue of joe frazier why because joe frazier's so-called black man and he was the real champion you see he was the real champion or or, or was it um um yeah and even and Larry Holmes, Larry Holmes, not just Joe Frazier. I think Larry Holmes for Philadelphia too, and he was a champion. No, 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 no statue of Larry Holmes or Joe Frazier up there. No statues. Why? Because white men don't want to see you whooping ass. They don't want to see you being the champion. They don't want to see your masculine energy. Your masculine energy disturbs them. It bothers them. You see, they hate you because you're masculine. That's why on the slave plantation, they did everything in their power to buck break you black men. They took your woman, because that's another reason why they raped your woman, because it was meant to basically rub it in your damn face. Here it is, you might have a damn woman on the plantation. Bad enough, they got you working and slaving. Then not only they own you, but then if you got a woman, now you can't even have your woman. If the master wants your woman or his sons or whatever they want to do, or they want your daughter, your daughter come up, she might be a young girl, they want to have sex with your daughter, the master, you got to give your daughter, eat her property. This is how you had to live. I couldn't live back then. I couldn't. I wouldn't care about living. But they going to die. They would have had to die. Even if I had to die, they would have had to die. You see, I just, I can't. And that should be the mindset of you fucking black men. Now, they don't even have to buck break you niggas no more. They don't even have to gang rape you as the slave master, gang raping you black men in front of your woman. They would do stuff like that on the plantation, gang rape the black men. You see? They would do that. They would just gang, go a bunch of them. And that's where that gang rape come from and embarrass you and tie you down and rape you in front of your woman and everything. I don't know how these men, with niggas, like I said. So they don't even have to do that no more. See, this is nothing but an extension of that. This is nothing but an extension of that. When they got you niggas wearing dresses, that's just an extension of them. They don't have to hold you down and gang rape you and spread your cheeks. They ain't got to do that. They don't got to do that. They can just make you put a dress on now. You see, because that's that's, that's pretty much the same thing. You see, they just make you put on a dress for some poom-poom shorts or, in in the case, little Nas X you know, be um, um, falling down in the hole with some, the devil and he got on some non-whatever the hell that video was. I didn't even watch that foolishness, that madness. But well, they got you niggas all pinked out, cold pink. See, they, don't have to, they don't have to buck break y'all no more. They don't have to gang rape you black men on the plantation no more. You niggas, open, you, you open up, you, you open up willingly for that bag. You open up willingly for the bag. You will do anything for the bag. And it's a damn shame. You have compromised yourself as men. You are shameful. You have compromised, compromised yourself as men. But that's what happens nine times out of ten. When you ain't got no father, no real man to measure yourself up to, to be like, you have no concept of what a real man is, you do shit like this. When you got no concept of where a real man is, how a real man is supposed to conduct himself in the world, you do stuff like this. You put on dresses and, and make a goddamn fool out of yourself. You get knocked on your, knocked down and, and lay on your stomach and with your ass in the air like you just uh, got buck broken and gang raped with your, your feet pointed out in each, each direction. Don't nobody even get knocked out like that. Because again, like I said, you have no pride as a man and you have no pride in your race of men. You don't have no pride. You should have said you niggas should have said you know what they stay trying to emasculate us black men, so we ain't as black as a black man. I can't do that. I'm gonna just have to miss out on that bag. I got to figure out another way to get money. I'm not doing that. You see, that's what men say. Males said, man, I need that bag. I don't fuck about none. It's just about me and my." And you, okay, that's fine. And that unfortunately, the mass majority of so called black men. That's the mass majority. You train to get that bag any way possible. Get the bag. Secure the bag. Get the money. Do whatever you got to do. Do whatever it takes. You see, just like them young kids was in Washington Square Park. Just like they was in Washington Square Park. You see, they was willing willing to do anything to get the bag. Let another man suck on them and all this other stuff. They was willing to do whatever they had to do to get them damn Puma sneakers or them Adidas sneakers. You see, they was willing to do whatever they had to do. And y'all no different. But now there's a little bit more money involved. I, I say this, I like, how can you look yourself in the face as men? How can you look yourself in the face as men? You sit up here and say, oh, man, it ain't that serious? It's just a fight, man. I'll come back and fight again, you know, whatever. Man, listen, man. No, absolutely not. But like I said, if you don't have any integrity, if you don't have any honor, then tonight's cash is wasted on you. If you feel as though you'll do anything for a bag, then, you know, my bag. My bag. You know what I mean? I, I, hey, man, you know, you niggas, you, you don't do anything for money. Good thing. Because I said there is judgment with that. There is judgment when you sell your soul and thus your masculine energy to the beast. Because that's, again, what I said, as a man, that's what you sell when you sell your soul. The foundation of your soul is your masculine energy as a man. That's the foundation of it. And, again, when they ask you to sell your soul, what they really ask you to do is sell your masculinity to them. That's what they're asking you. That's what it means when they sell, sell your soul to the devil. When it goes with you women, too, when they tell you women to sell your soul to the devil, they mean sell that which makes you a real woman, a feminine woman. You see? That which makes you stand up as the woman that you are, what race you are, and have integrity and pride about yourself—they want you to sell that, sell that, and, and, and get rid of your black man, put a white man on your arm, sell that, and, and, and put blonde wigs on your head and lighten your skin. You see, that's selling your soul to the uh, when you're a woman to the devil. Serena Williams, Diana Ross, and I can go on and on and on. Alice Walker. You see, that's what, it, that's what it means when you sell your soul to the devil, to the beast. You go against your people because all you care about is yourself. You like what people? And you know what people should do when you niggas make movies, when you niggas like Spike Lee, who, who you know, you on Netflix, because Netflix tends to be the place ground zero. It seems like Netflix is ground zero when it comes to showing black males buck broken and turned out. There's a show on um, Netflix. It's called um, David Becomes Man. Watch that show, David Becomes Man. I watched a couple of episodes, and I got Netflix. I don't even watch. David Becomes Man, the show was on, and, man, it was it Felicia Rashad and this, man, they just had all kind of moist behavior in there but from these males in there, all kind of males doing gay shit and whatnot, and just, you know, just weird shit, and you know, just this is what they had to put in the story. And this is, I'm finding this isn't really just nothing but another knockoff for The Shy. But it's all these inner city, uh, 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 inner city like shows like Harlem, Sh- The Shy, David. Because it's all these shows wrapped around so called urban, uh, uh, urban life and in, in, the, in the hoods of American black neighborhoods of America. And it's they supposed to be the modern day people who live in the hood, a damn lesbian a damn homosexual. Maybe somebody might be heterosexual in that show. In Harlem, you got the black male. One scene in there where the black male was with Megan Good, and they in the bed together. This nigga put his legs all the way up in the air like a female butt-ass nigga. He got his legs up in the air telling her to, you know, get come on in. you know, Some shit he did. But, again, this is what they want to do. They write stuff like that for you black males to do. I'll never forget that show when this guy, I ain't seen this guy ever since. This guy um Jay farrow, he played on this show that was produced by jamie fox called um uh uh white white uh uh white famous or something like fam- white famous or something like that and he was just an actor trying to get on and whatnot and get famous in hollywood and he's talking to a Hollywood producer I never forget this scene. it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, and I was surprised they even let him do this shit or he did this. There's a scene where the black, this guy Jay Farrell is on a weight bench and he's doing like, you know, like lifting the weights, you know, doing the bench presses. And the white man is standing over him with some shorts on with no, like, you know, some open shorts on over him with no underwear. And he just pissed on the toilet and a drop of piss, you know, came off, came out of his penis into Jay Farrell's face. I kid you not, I will never forget that. That's how bad they want to degrade you so-called black men. That's how bad they want. They showed a white man penis over his face and piss coming out of his and, and hitting him in the face. That's supposed to be a joke. You ain't seen Jay Farrell. That show went off though. It's called White Famous or whatever. You, you see that scene. This is how disgusting these people are. This is how much you willing to sell your manhood to get on in Hollywood to get a bag and whatnot. And Spike Lee, you ain't no different. You with your red, black and green bullshit, you pushing that that whole LGBT agenda on Netflix. That's why you had that pink one. You niggas ain't fooling nobody, man. That's who writes you niggas checks, man. But they do your thing, man. I'm 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 actually glad this is happening because the lines are being drawn. The lines are being drawn strongly in the stand of who's going to stand up as men in these last days of time and who's going, going to lay down as males. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. Is black masculinity for sale? Yes, it is. And all you so-called black males got a price. You all you niggas that's trying to get on being rappers, get on trying to be uh, uh, actors or entertainers or athletes, y'all all man, all y'all masculinity is for sale, man if it's enough of a bag to beat the beast will have you niggas in dresses, man, and poom poom shorts and everything. I don't care if you a basketball player, football player, the more masculine looking the better. The white man wants you niggas emasculated. He wants you to be a bunch of buck broken coon sambo ass Negroes. That's what he wants. And you know what, y'all are gonna oblige him. You will oblige him. Who is buying it and why? The so called white man's buying it because Again, his his image is on its way out. He's trying to re, he's trying to rejuvenate his image. He's trying to regenerate his image. He's trying to breathe life into his dying image by basically destroying the masculinity of the so-called black man. You see, that's this is how he's able to revive his image by destroying yours. You see, he sh- he says if I if I can emasculate the so-called black man. Then and I put myself up as up as the masculine man. I could have his woman. I could have all the other races' women. They're gonna be looking at me, and I could regenerate my seed within the gray race. That's the plan. That's why you look at all these videos. You see this show, in these advertising. You see the white man with the damn with the white man with the black woman. What do they want for? What they what did they what do they want it for? For themselves to, to pump some to pump the image of masculine energy back into them they basically trying to drain the masculine energy out of the so-called black man and put it into them. That's really what they're doing. That's why, if you notice, you see the Asians and the Caucasian getting cuts like haircuts like the so-called black, making the little tapers and fades and trying to work out in the gym. And they, You see them in banks with the black woman now, the nigga woman unsold out, right, you black females unsold out, you with the black man being emasculated. We see all that all over the bedside the gentrification of our neighborhood, the nigga woman with the white man, the Asian man, everybody beast. Why are black males selling their manhood? Because unfortunately a lot of these black males were not raised by men. They were raised by black females who teach them, boy, you better get out there and get that money. Get that money. They grew up watching their mamas do ready to do anything for money, land with this man and that man, so a heavy value is placed on money, much more than your manhood. Now, your manhood is for sale according to the black woman. Can they get can they get it back? Nope. It's a wrap for y'all, man. You know what I say? Good. Good. Let the real men stand apart from the fake ones. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amon. And Amon, we trust. And Amen we think. And Amen we continue forward forever. I am the Intellectual New Ben Mankare. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.